The Lord be with you. And also with you. A reading of the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory Glory to you, O Lord. When Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of King Herod, behold, the Magi from the east arrived in Jerusalem, saying, Where is the newborn king of the Jews? We saw his star at its rising and have come to do him homage. When King Herod heard this, he was greatly troubled, and all Jerusalem with him. Assembling all the chief priests and the scribes of the people, he inquired of them where the Christ was to be born. They said to him, And Bethlehem of Judea, for thus it has been written through the prophet. And you, Bethlehem, land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah, since from you shall come a ruler who is to shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod called the Magi secretly and ascertained from them the time of the star's appearance. And he sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and search diligently for the child. When you have found him, bring me word that I too may go and do him homage. After their audience with the king, they set out. And behold, the star that they had seen at its rising preceded them until it came and stopped over the place where the child was. They were overjoyed at seeing the star, and on entering the house, they saw the child with Mary, his mother. They prostrated themselves and did him homage. Then they opened their treasures and offered him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And having been warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they departed for their country by another way. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. In the holy name of Jesus. Amen. Today, we observe the feast of of the epiphany of our Lord. This is the day that the three wise men from the east, better known as Caspar, Melchior, and Balthazar, come to bring the baby Jesus gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. If these three pilgrims are to teach us anything today, let it be true worship, true adoration of Christ. St. Matthew records in his gospel the intense emotion and actions of the wise men as they orbit closer and closer to the Christ child. They were overjoyed at seeing the stars, St. Matthew writes. And on entering the house, they saw the child with Mary, his mother. They prostrated themselves and did him homage. As soon as the wise men encounter Christ face to face, they hit the deck. Prostration meaning their nose is to the ground. They have finally found the one who satisfies their heart and delights their soul. These acts of prostration and homage or worship are outward signs that show us what true worship and adoration are. 
They are the giving of one's whole self to the object of their worship. This is a good lesson for us to learn as we enter into a new calendar year of resolutions and commitments. And it's a lesson that, if you've been paying close attention, has been woven into our Christmastide stories. Mary taught us this lesson when she gave of her entire self to be the tabernacle of Christ. Let it be to me according to your word, she says to the angel. Joseph taught us this lesson when, she, when he took pregnant Mary as his wife, even if it meant unrepairable damage to his reputation and her reputation. John the Baptist reminded of this when he leapt for joy in his mother's womb at the presence of Christ. The widow, Anna, showed us this through her life dedicated to fasting and praying, even amid her grief and loss and loneliness. And old Simeon taught us this when he sang about it in his song, The Nunc Dimittis, where he beholds the fulfillment of his life, his salvation the Lord Jesus Christ. And now, finally, he can depart in peace. When Jesus tugged on the hearts of these people, they gave their whole selves to the mystery and the gift that he is and that he has to offer. And today, on this Feast of the Epiphany, we are invited to enter into this lineage as well. We are called to fall at the feet of the infant in the manger and give our whole selves to worshiping him. But it does beg the question, why is this infant to be worshiped, to be adored in such a way? It's a fair question to be asked, especially because we've all interacted with babies in some way, whether a good interaction or a bad interaction. And while they may be adorable in the sense that they're cute with their innocent eyes and their soft tufts of hair, putting our whole lives into their hands seems rather foolish. So if that's the case, why do we adore the infant Christ in this way? It's because this infant is both fully human, born of our Blessed Virgin Mother Mary, and fully divine, given to us by the Father who loves us so. We adore the infant Christ in this way, giving our whole lives over 
Because we have in Jesus something that we cannot give ourselves. Jesus gives us something that no New Year's resolution or pursuit could ever bestow. And that is true forgiveness and true life and salvation and light, joy and peace and most especially divine love. This infant Jesus is truly the source of everything. And now He comes to bless us and to make us children of the Heavenly Father. Something that no other infant or worldly pursuit can do. While it is true that this kind of worship and adoration requires our giving our whole selves to Christ, everything about us over to the infant king, today we are reminded again that it is not impossible. It isn't impossible because Christ so beautifully woos our hearts and touches us with all of His gifts that make us fall down in utter praise and thanksgiving. He shows us that He truly is the antidote to all that swirls around us and puts us in deep darkness. In His presence, in His touch, in His name, in His forgiveness, in His healing, in His love, in His baptism and absolution and Holy Eucharist, He gives of Himself fully, completely, and in doing so, He gives us all that we really need and stirs within us a yearning to give back to Him all of ourselves fully, completely. So, my dear friends, if you need to be reminded of what true worship and adoration feels like and looks like, Come and taste and see and behold the goodness of the Lord in His baptism, in His absolution, in His Eucharist. He doesn't force it upon you. Nothing good comes by force. No, He gives it to you freely, without cost. And then after partaking of these, these gifts, when you're walking out the door today, grab a piece of chalk and the accompanying slip of paper that will instruct you to inscribe this on the top of your doorpost. 20 CMB 22. It is the initials of the three wise men. And it is the new year that we are in, but it's actually something more. CMB, the Latin blessing, Christos 
mansionem benedicat. May Christ bless this home. May you be reminded every day as you head out the door that Christ blesses all that dwells in your house. He gives himself completely for everything. You, your family, your loved ones, your finances, your gifts, your tithes, your offerings, everything about you, he gives it all for you. Because he created it all. And he redeemed it all. And so now we fall at his feet in true worship and adoration, giving thanks for the many gifts he has given us in years past and he will continue to give us in this new year. A blessed epiphany season to all of you. In the holy name of Jesus, amen.